Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Comic Book Curious. Please introduce yourself and uh, tell us your occupation. Uh, hi, uh, my name is Corey Bing. I am the creator of a webcomic called Skin Deep, and I also do uh, science illustration and lots of risograph zines and make enamel pins and just a bunch of stuff. <laughs> oh, cool. A total creative. Yeah, <laughs> anything I can, really. <laughs> I love it. Tell us a little bit about Skin Deep. Uh, it's a, The webcomic is about uh, mythical creatures living hidden from the rest of humanity. Uh, I started it. It's kind of a, about this, like social, this, like social issues. Everyone's kind of a monster person kind of thing. It's just, yeah, it's a, kind of a slice of life with monsters comic. I started it. It's actually going to turn 15 years old this year. So I've been doing it for quite a while. <laughs> that's and, that's impressive. Not a lot of yeah. people can say that. Yeah, it's it's. I can't believe it's been that long. It's really. I started in two thousand six, and uh, yeah, it's. I've been doing it full time since uh, twenty ten. So it's, wow. It's, yeah. How did it? How did it come about? What was the origin story? Uh, it's one of those things that I had been working on for a long time. Just I had it. Uh, some of the characters go back to when I was in high school and early college. And it was one of those things that I had all these characters and I realized that I wasn't really doing anything with them. I wanted to try to figure out something to do with them. And uh, throughout, like just for over about five, five or six years, I kind of whittled together a story. And I, I've always been really interested in like slice of life comics or like just like like slice of life like urban fantasy kind of stuff where like people are like it's, it's everyday people but also they're like not human I always thought that was really fun and fun to draw and so uh I kind of was born out of that I've also been really interested in uh folklore and mythology and especially like a uh, lesser known folklore and mythology so I wanted to try to to incorporate that a lot one of my favorite tv shows when I was a kid was uh Disney's Gargoyles and uh, the thing I like the most about that is that it was really fun to watch, but also it kind of taught you about folklore and, and mythical creatures and stuff while you're watching it. And so I like the idea of uh, including stuff like little fun facts that people could learn on accident while they're reading the comic. So I love it. I love yeah. it. Are there other uh, shows or comics that do that well that you that you love? My uh, my main I actually didn't really read a lot of comics when I was a kid. Uh, my main thing that got me into comics was uh, Jeff Smith's Bone, which I started reading because it was in uh, Disney Adventures magazine, which I was an avid subscriber to as a child. And uh, it was, I never actually, I lived in, I grew up in a really small town, so I never even saw a comic book store. And uh, when I started reading Bone, I was like, I need to go into a comic book store. And so I would just like kind of go, I didn't know how it worked. And like the first one, I first thing I got was uh, like the first trade paperback of the first uh, uh, edition of Bone, which I found out later was the first edition hardcover that I didn't even, I just, I went to a comic book store and bought it. And so I thought it came, like, I, like every time I would go to a comic book store, I would see if there was a new Bone book. I didn't even know that they came in floppies or anything like that. I didn't really know what was going on. And uh, so it was a fun experience to be like, what is all this? I don't know. Where's Bone? <laughs> <laughs> That is super cool. Okay, so where where do you home from? Uh, I grew up in the the Ozarks of Missouri. Actually, I uh, I grew up in a small town of six hundred people in Mid Missouri, and then I went to college in Springfield, Missouri. And about ten years ago, I'm currently in Portland, Oregon. I moved here about ten years ago. It's crazy the amount of talent in uh, in in Portland. Yeah, <laughs> it's it's an, it's nice. Uh, I moved here because my sister is, is a, a 
graphic design. She's the head of the graphic design department at Portland State University. So she was already here. And so, and I thought it would be nice to move that, move where she was. And I just, it's, the weather is, I didn't think that you could pick a place that had nice weather all the time because I'm used to Missouri, which is like really hot summers and really cold winters and ice storms and tornadoes and floods. And, and so it was, it was nice to be like, oh, it's not humid here. There's, we have to worry about like volcanoes and earthquakes, but <laughs> I'd rather do that than tornadoes every year. Sort of thing. So, yeah, I'm, yeah. I am so, I'm so grateful that Sean has introduced me to you and other super cool, talented people from Portland. Thank I can't you. wait to come out and check out Portland. Yeah, it's great. The weather, especially right now, has been so nice. It's hard to stay indoors, even though you have to. <laughs> so tell okay. us about your favorite fictional character and why uh this was a hard question to think about i had to go with my gut instinct which is to say uh gomez adams from the adams family is my favorite uh i just i love his his passion for life and he's unashamed for all of the things that he's super into and he's very enthusiastic about everything and is and uh, incapable of, be, of being embarrassed about anything that he's that he likes so and I think that's kind of a theme that I I stumbled upon while I was answering some of these questions was just being really enthusiastic and enjoying life and being not afraid to uh enjoy the things that you enjoy yeah that's a great answer yeah. I <laughs> love it <laughs> He's such a romantic too, right? Yeah, he's such a romantic and he loves his trains and he loves his his fencing and he loves his suits. It's just, it's just everything. He just loves things very hard. And yeah. I, I appreciate that. It's such a great answer. I mean, great answer. Okay. <laughs> Thank you. What's your favorite thing to do when not working? Uh, I actually just started last year during the pandemic. I've uh, been trying to find different hobbies to do and I stumbled across uh, cross-stitching. And I've been really enjoying cross-stitching lately. I was actually, I was, I was doing some while I was waiting for the meeting to start. I'm working on, it's a big uh, Disney poster for the Primeval World uh, exhibit in Disneyland that I'm working on right now. Oh so my I'm, goodness. I've just, I've just been, just been picking away at it. It's really fun. And it's just, there is a whole community online that I didn't know about with like cross-stitching and embroidery that I had no idea that I kind of stumbled into. That's been really fun to be part of that is super cool and you're a disney fan oh yes very much so <laughs> very well, who's much your so. favorite disney character or favorite, favorite movie my favorite disney character is uh jose carioca from the three caballeros he's uh he's one of my favorites he's a the a brazilian parrot from like the 1940s that was <laughs> big deal it just he's one of like usually with a like disney characters especially going to disneyland and stuff if you focus on just collecting stuff from one character it's a lot easier not to just hoard stuff and find yourself with a bunch of disney memorabilia that you don't really want so if you choose one one character to get stuff of and my one character is jose carioca i just think he's really fun you are awesome i'm learning so much in this interview <laughs> thank you <laughs> what is your passion my passion love to learn about things like fun facts and and weird uh strange but true sort of things i'm always it's kind of obnoxious uh whenever i go places i like to point out just fun things i've learned about various things like either like weird history or like natural science sciences and paleontology and evolution is really fun i just really like to to learn things and so i get really excited if i when i learn new things 
I, I, I agree. I mean, we probably have different things, different fun yeah. facts, but I'm a huge sucker for that kind of stuff. Yeah. And I, I get excited whenever I see someone, even if it's something that I'm not into, if I'm hearing someone talk about something that they're really interested in, it's fun to listen to that, like to learn what they're really into. And it's, it's fun to learn and it's fun to be excited about things. And so you, you know. <laughs> mentioned science and paleontology. Yeah. Tell us a little uh, bit about some of that stuff that you like digging into. Uh, I've always been really into dinosaurs. I was a dinosaur kid. And uh, my uncle is an amateur paleontologist. So he would like give me fossils and things as a kid. And I just, I've kind of just, for a while in high school and stuff, I got out of it and got more into mythology and folklore. But just a couple of years ago, I got way deep into uh, dinosaurs again. <laughs> and uh, there's a lot of really cool uh, things coming out of paleontology right now. And one of my favorite things is that the stuff is millions and millions of years old, yet we're still learning about, about it every year. Like there's, we're learning new things all the time and finding out that, our, that like old things we thought we knew were incorrect. And it's just really fun to discover new things and find out new dinosaurs and find it's just it's really and like figuring out like how things have evolved from other things and just the natural history of the planet is just really interesting to me do you um put that stuff into your comics at all i do i do uh not so much the the paleontology stuff but uh i do use a lot of like evolution and uh uh, different animals and I like like different aspects of different animal things like I really like uh like one of the weird things that I'm really into is uh dentition of different animals because like the way the teeth on different animals work is really interesting and how it's like evolved from reptiles to mammal teeth to uh to like amphibian teeth this is it's just for one reason so whatever reason are really interesting so I like to draw my characters with different kinds of teeth and like it's just, yeah, it's like the little things like that kind of uh, influence my comic. More things that do with my comic uh, I, is another, my other interest, which is folklore. I really like to go on like deep dives of either I'll, I'll start a Wikipedia and kind of go into a hole and try to find different weird folklore that not a lot of people have heard of. And uh, I really like like uh, local cryptid mythology is really fun. Like uh, like the Fresno Nightcrawlers, which are just like walking pants. Or okay. uh, yeah, yeah. If you look, if you look it up, there's this uh, video, of, this security video from Fresno, California, of these weird. It looks like it looks like puppets, but you, I can't figure out exactly how it's done. But it's really creepy and unsettling. And but they're just basically pants walking around, like white pants, and it's really creepy. I love it. I love that stuff. And like I found out in Portland, there's a uh, sea monster that lives in the Columbia River called Colossal Claude, that is hasn't been seen since the 70s but is this big sea monster that lives in the river and i just really love like local history like that it's really fun wow oh my gosh you'd be fun to hang around with just walking down <laughs> the street and just and do you know that and do you know that that's very cool yeah I, I have a lot of that. It's hard to go to like the zoo with me because I'm like a fun fact about about cougars. And it's like, <laughs> but, you know, and I agree so so enthusiastically with the way you're kind of educating people uh, in your comics. Yeah. I think that's so cool. And it and it for me uh, as someone who is just at the beginning of learning all about comics and trying, I'm working with a professional comic book writer and a, other people to create my own uh, thing. Mm -hmm. And I would love to learn how to connect people 
from different cultures and different uh, places um, just through throwing crap in there. Like you're saying, that doesn't have to seem educational at all, but it just happens to be life or just uh, kind of historical fiction or whatever. I think one of the things that has kept my readers, uh, I I don't have a huge reader base, but I have a very uh, 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 loyal reader base that has been around for for years and years and years. And I think that one of the things that drew a lot of people in is just, I would just like, it wasn't that I'm making a comic for other people. I'm making a comic for me and and hopefully other people will like it. And Western comics is that it's so uh, time intensive and so much work that if you aren't just, 100% 100% into it from the beginning because it's, it's going to become even no matter how fun it is to start off with it's going to become work and it's going to you're going to have days where you don't want to do it and there's a lot of web comics especially that if you don't have the monetary income from it then you just there's no you can you have to stop doing it and but if you have for things like if I was locked in a room by myself and no one could get out I would still make it sort of thing and I that I think that really talks to or speaks to other people that they really enjoy the enthusiasm and the you could tell that the person making it is having a lot of fun and I I think it's really easy it's like one of those things that it's hard to talk about but if you read if you're reading a comic you can tell that it's being made from a place of love rather than a place of, oh, I want to make some money or a cash grab sort of thing. And it's hard to kind of pick out exactly what makes different comics feel like that. But when you're reading it, you can feel that. And so I like try to try to put that in there. And so you can go. So if someone's reading is like, this is really fun. This person's having a good time. Yeah. yeah. What what is the 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 like your schedule, your work, you know, getting through those that time where you were just saying, if you don't love it, uh, do you have a schedule or something that helps you produce when you just aren't inspired to do it? Uh, I update my comic once a week. So I have to, I have that hard uh, uh, every Tuesday, I have to have a comic page done or else I will fall behind and I'll disappoint my readers. And I don't want to do that. And it's one of those things that after you've been doing it for years and years, it's kind of just, it's like, well, what else am I going to, I have, I, 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 do, I have to do the comic and uh, it's really helped me a lot because I've never been able to really get a buffer going with the like like comic strips ahead of time so I can just kind of sit on my laurels to let the comic update so like I have that kind of fire under my ass to be like how to get the comic done it doesn't matter if you hate it it doesn't matter if you're not feeling it another thing that really helps is thinking of the comic as a whole rather than individual pages like even if you like you're going to have bad pages, you're going to have bad panels, but as long as you keep on going, like the, the whole is more important than the individual a lot of times. And so like it's, you can spend a lot of time on each page to make sure everything is perfect and great. But uh, if they're making a page perfect, getting it, time, getting it out on time is always the, the preferable way to do it. Yeah, that's great. That's that's great advice. Okay, how about this? Something weird that has happened during a book signing or convention. Okay, <laughs> uh, there was. I was at a uh, Rose City Comic Con several years ago. I don't remember exactly what year it was? It was over five years ago now. I think it was. But I was at my my table in Artist Alley, and it was late in the day. Uh, I was kind of zoning out. It was like like everyone was very tired. Uh, I was kind of just spacing out, staring into the middle distance. And I was I looked I looked down and I saw a little French bulldog walk by, and I thought that looks a lot like Carrie Fisher's dog, Gary Fisher. That's and then like maybe a minute later, it clicked. It was like that was Gary Fisher. Carrie Fisher just walked by my booth, 
and I missed it because I was too busy looking at her dog. And I thought that was that was really cute. Another really fun story that I just thought of, uh, remembered, uh, I do a lot of furry conventions as well, which are really fun to do. But Wait, what are those? Furry conventions are for like a like furry artists and like anthropomorphic like people who like like dress up as animals or like like animal people. It's a it's kind of like a subgenre of uh, conventions that is everything having to do with like monster people and stuff. It's really fun, oh, cool. uh, and I do those a lot. There was one in Chicago I did a couple of years ago that Violet J, Violet J from the. Uh, uh, insane clown posse was there because his daughter is a furry and so uh so he bought her a fursuit and he made his own fursuit and he was walking around the convention floor looking at stuff and he was i was with my table mate who uh who sells plush uh he was buying one of their plush for his daughter and it's just like violent jerry of the insane clown posse was right there at, at a furry convention it's just it's really weird and fun Oh, that's yeah, great. I, Shout out I to Mylon J. Yeah. I miss, oh, I miss, I miss conventions so much. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's, uh, that's, uh, the next question. What, what's your best Comic-Con experience? I I've been doing conventions for like every year for about 10 years now, maybe more. But, uh, I think my favorite convention story really is, uh, I went, is, I wasn't an attendee. I wasn't an exhibitor. I was an attendee. I went to, uh, uh, San Diego comic-con for the first time back in 2015. And, uh, at the time I didn't want to exhibit there because I thought it was too big and like, it was really expensive and I didn't, didn't really know. It was, it was kind of scary. It was really intimidating. It was the biggest convention I've ever been to. I've been, I've done that show a couple times now since then, but this is the first time I went there. Cool. And I decided, I decided since I'm not selling anything, I wanted to dress up. I wanted to cosplay because I really like making costumes and you can't really cosplay while also exhibiting at the same time. It's kind of a, it doesn't really work that well. So I was like, I'm going to go all out. I'm going to cosplay. And that was the year that, uh, that Mad Max Fury Road had come out. And so I made a really cool Furiosa costume <laughs> and I shaved, I shaved my head and everything. And, yeah, I I went all in, and uh, I had a friend who dressed up as Nux, and I had another friend who dressed up as a Morton Joe, and we all just hung out, and it was like we were convention royalty. It was like we could, we it took us hours to get from one side of the con hall to the other because people were stopping us to take photos. Like every, <laughs> it was so much fun, and like I'm usually pretty introverted, so like having a costume on, like I get the attention, but like people are looking at the costume and not me, so like I could be like really excited about attention without feeling super self-conscious about it and it was just a really fun experience and we ended up winning a costume contest that year Uh, yeah it was really cool and so that was a really fun really fun uh, memory that it was just it was great okay what is your superhero power um i've always loved uh like like shapeshifters have been my favorite superhero Uh characters so like just like it, it ties in a lot with my comic too. Like I like inhuman things, monster people, uh, animal traits and stuff. So I thought that I always thought that shape shifting would be a fun superpower to have. Is there other ones that other than like mystique that, or like the villains or not even the villains, the, the aliens from uh, what Captain Marvel? Yeah. Uh, when I was a kid or in high school, I got really into the, the comic exiles which has uh, Morph was one of the main characters from that X Men Morph, and I thought that he was really fun. I always really liked Morph, but uh, like less less comic books. I was really into the Animorphs as well as a kid. So like oh. the idea of like 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 the the horrible body horror transformation scenes are really fun, and so like that was really always really fun to to read about. You are so cool. <laughs> I love Thank it. You. 
Okay. Who, uh, who is, do you have an everyday superhero that are, that's not your parents that you can think of? I was thinking about this. I think I answered, I think I answered Dolly Parton in the, the, the thing, but I was thinking about it. Just basically it's the same reason why I picked Gomez is just like people, anyone who is brave enough to be themselves and uh, be unapologetically who they are and know what they want and who they are, especially if like who they are is not something that's super popular with the status quo. And it's just, it's really hard just to be yourself. And uh, Dolly Parton has a quote that I really like. I think about it a lot, which is uh, uh, find out who you are and then do it on purpose. Ugh. And yeah, I just, I really like that. And uh, I'm all about that. And just being able to be enthusiastic about the things that you like and not embarrassed about this, like, like if you're into something super harmless and fun, but is dorky or embarrassing, it's like who cares? It's like you're not hurting it. anyone. You're having a good time. So, yeah. uh, is there any superhero that you that you know personally, unless you're friends with Dolly, uh, or is <laughs> uh, that that you that you're like, man, they they're just awesome. Uh, we can shout out here, right? It could be a fellow <laughs> creator, or it could be you know your brother who's a doctor, whoever, anybody that you know in your life. Um, first person that comes to mind, uh, my, my best friend, Sfei, uh, Sfei Monster is the creator from out of Halifax that, uh, they are very, just, they are very into the things that they're super into and they, uh, they are, I'm trying to think of how to, how to even explain it. It's just, I have a lot of, uh, friends who are either, uh, gender nonconforming or trans that it just, the bravery it takes for them to come out and just be themselves and watching, seeing how much happier they are after they are able to be themselves and live freely as themselves is really, it's really inspiring, especially knowing how difficult and sometimes dangerous it is to uh, just be yourself and be a person, it's like just be the person you are. And so it's really inspiring to, to see people just be, be themselves. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's, and, and there, and the bravery of, and the generosity of trying to explain that to people that yeah. don't have that experience and to be able to do that through storytelling. Uh, yes, exactly. Yeah, my friend Spade does uh, uh, comics about like the queer experience and has a lot of uh, like they did an anthology called the Beyond Anthology. That's a bunch of stories uh, from queer and trans creators in a big, huge book that you can read. And it's just they it's really it's great. It's really great. Oh, I want to interview them for sure. Yeah, yeah. That's awesome. Okay. <laughs> that's, that's a great lead into this thing. What, what do you bring to your fans in an innovative way? I, I think I've mentioned a couple of times, just enthusiasm and mm -hmm. trying to, to bring up things that they might not have thought of before or experienced before, but if they can experience something through someone else's enthusiasm and find out that this thing is this, whatever this thing is that you might've thought was scary before or confusing, you can see that it's fun and it's just, it's fun to be around and it's really interesting and great. And everyone's just having a good time being a big dork. And, uh, I feel like I have a lot, like I feel like I have a lot of readers that maybe weren't into dinosaurs when I started uh, <laughs> yelling about dinosaurs, and now I got a lot of like a lot of readers who are just as into like natural history and paleontology as I am, just because I've just been yelling about dinosaurs for so long. <laughs> I love it. Okay, um, last question, then we'll go into a speed round. Okay. Can you do anything party trick? Can you do a party trick or something quirky? Uh, I can I can whistle with my hands. Oh yes. Yeah, let's see if I can get this. 
<laughs> I love it. I'm getting Hunger Games vibes right now. I, my stupid, my stupid human trick that I can do. <laughs> that's wonderful. Okay, one word answers. What or two word answers or whatever. Um, what is your feel good TV or movie? Uh, the Muppets. Anything oh, Muppets. That's yeah. great. Anything Favorite Muppets. comfort food. Comfort food. Uh, I really like peanut butter and or peanut butter sandwiches on waffles with bananas. Mm. I, think the, I think those are called the Elvis. That sounds delicious. Yeah, that's my favorite, uh, favorite song to sing in the shower. Jeez, I always have I always have at least three songs in my head at any given time. So okay, whatever I wake up with at that time. Fantastic. <laughs> it could be anything. Sweet or salty? Ah, uh, sweet. I have a huge sweet tooth. <laughs> Fly or teleport? Teleport. I gotta be like Nightcrawler, man. Yes. <laughs> Top three songs that you're feeling right now. Top three songs that I'm feeling right now. Uh, I've, I've been really into like a 70s, 60s folk mood lately. So like anything Simon and Garfunkel, anything uh, Joni Mitchell, anything like Led Zeppelin. Just uh, I love it. <laughs> I love it. Yeah, I've been into that a lot lately. All right. One, one or two are answers. Cyclops or Wolverine? Uh, neither. They're both jer jer jerks. <laughs> <laughs> introvert or extrovert? Uh, introvert. Super strong or super smart? Uh, super strong. I'm weak. <laughs> Beach, mountains, or forest? Give me a forest. A nice forest. Favorite non-male superhero? Non-male superhero. Um, shoot, I know who my favorite male superhero is. Ooh. Nightcrawler is my favorite male superhero. So yeah. how about... How about, how about Monica Rambeau from, from Next Wave? Ooh, <laughs> <Yeah>. cool. <laughs> um, okay. How about top three movies? Top three movies. Got to go with Adam, Adam Family, uh, Jurassic Park, and Pacific Rim. I mean, come on. You're consistent, <laughs> right? <laughs> um, New York or Chicago pizza? Uh, Chicago, I'm a Midwest girl. Gotta go Chicago. Oh my gosh. Come <laughs> on, New York. Let's go. Sorry, I'm sorry. <laughs> my favorite pizza is St. Louis style. I can't. <laughs> oh my gosh. Well, what a pleasure, true pleasure meeting you and learning yeah, about you. Thank you so much. I can't wait to dive more into your work and learn your, from your fans and talk to your friend. And this has been uh, such a cool journey for me to get to know nerd culture and, and people that are, like you said, into things. Yeah. That for me is the coolest. And once people, just like you were saying, once people can find that thing, life is so much better. Yeah. And like my favorite thing about comics is it's people, a lot of people think it's a genre, but it's a, it's a, a, an art form. Like you can have any genre, it can be a comic. And so like a lot of people just think, oh, comic books are superheroes and capes. Like it's so much more than that. There's, <laughs> there's so many incredible comics out there just waiting to be read. And so many people are just making comics right now that are incredible. Apart from your friend that you were talking to me before, are there five people or five artists or five authors or five creators that you want, you would love to shout out um, just because they've inspired you in some way? Yeah, um, I would say, I think Spike Trotman of uh, Iron, Circus Pre Iron Circus Comics out of Chicago. She publishes a lot. She's the biggest uh, comic publisher in Chicago. She makes publishes a lot of incredible comics. My friend Blue Delaquanti does a comic called Oh Human Star. 
that is incredible. Evan Dom does a comic called Rice Boy and Batu that are really, really incredible. Let's see. I have so much. One of the things about, about being in comics and doing conventions and stuff is you make a lot of really cool friends that are also making comics. And it's just like everything they make is really cool. And you're like, oh, what you're doing is cool. And they're like, oh, what you're doing is cool. So it's just, yeah, there's just, just so many. And I love it. And I love it. Well, you know, send them our way. Because for yeah. me, this is such a, uh, uh, it's a thrilling journey to meet people like yourself. And uh, I will, I'll let you know what, uh, when we're done with this and we'll, we'll keep on keeping on and, uh, hopefully I can bring together even more cool people in, in yeah. this way. I, I, I come from a performance and uh, social impact background. So mm -hmm. this this podcast and, and interview series will bring in those people and kind oh, of cool. say, hey, we can all mingle together. And yeah, yeah. So uh, you would get along with a lot of my friends, <laughs> science nerd dumb and, and, oh, and yes. all that. So yes. I love it. I love this yeah. thing, science nerdy. <laughs> yeah, so cool. Well, hey, thanks so much for, for joining us on Comic Book Curious. Thank you so much. Have a beautiful day. <laughs> you too, you too. All right, bye-bye. Bye. -bye. <laughs> bye.